0: All right, guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Um, today, let's start a new book. It's called The Fifth Agreement. Um, this book was recommended by Joe Rogan many times. Um, I, <laughs> I, to be honest, um, have already... Uh, I think I heard him re- recommend it at least three four times before I actually bought the book. And then I read it. It's actually pretty good. So um the book is called The Fifth Agreement. Um so what that means is um the author kind of um summarizes the five most important I don't know agreement or things that you have to do to make peace with in life. This, uh, this is a kind of like a, a spiritual teacher kind of a thing. So it actually very it, it's very helpful for you to actually have an idea of what what uh, he is talking about, right? So let's just break down the uh, fifth agreement, and then kind of um, figure out exactly what perspective the author is taking, and then we go from there, okay? So if you are reading this book, right, you can really approach this book as a practical guide for uh, self-mastery. So in a sense, it's more about developing yourself than anything else. Author says, in truth, we are domesticated the same way as a dog or a cat, or any animal is domesticated through a system of punishment and reward, right? If we think about it, that's kind of what we're doing or what we're getting into at an early age right we are told if we are a good boy or or a good girl right we tell our dog right good boy or good girl same thing and the attention here is really really important right the person who pays the attention because a part of the human mind that makes it possible for us to concentrate on a single object throughout of a whole range of possibility so Attention is something that we need as a human to kind of processing what we have. And where we put our attention is the most important thing. And in a way, by using attention, the grow-ups teach us how to create an entire re- uh, reality in our mind with the use of symbols, right? So attention is a very big theme of this book. Symbols is another uh, way that... We can explain everything. So according to the author, in a sense, our life is built up with symbols. Our life is really something that, um, let's say grandma, for, a, uh, for example, right? Let's say characters, let's say alphabet, there are symbols. Let's say a person is angry, a person is happy, that's symbols. Let's say uh, we have the rules of, you know, like if you're driving a car, red means stop, green means go, that's symbols. Right. So our life is fulfilled with these symbols, but once we kind of give meanings to these symbols, then we begin to use them to try to make sense of everything that happens to our lives. Now, let me repeat that. Once we give meanings to those symbols, then we begin to use them to try to make sense of everything that happens in our lives. So here's what we mean by that, right? We have to give symbols meaning. or else? A water bottle will just be a water bottle. A handbag will just be a handbag, right? The difference between, I don't know, a Louis Vuitton bag uh, versus uh, a product bag is probably not that much, but it's a brand value that kind of separates the two, right? So we have to give additional meaning to the symbols, and we have to begin to try to make sense of everything that happens to our lives. So by the time that we go to school, we are at five or six, we understand that the meaning of an abstract concept, like right or wrong, winner or loser, perfect or, or imperfect. So we get thrown into this crazy world where everything is is, is abstract, right? Like, uh, if I say a person who who like wants to write, uh, write a paper, let's say for school, uh, a is this, B is this, C is this. It, it's all abstract, right? Like the like the teacher, the grader has to be the one that grades the paper. So, in a sense, as we go through life, as we're learning, we 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 kind of get, you know, ri- uh, ritualized. I think it's a good word. We we kind of get ritualized by. These things that doesn't really have a meaning, but we give them meanings. So that causes a disconnect in terms of, hmm, is this something that I really want to think about it right now? Or is this something I, that that I really want to attach the meaning to right now? So, Ulster says that we continue to give meaning to more and more symbols, and thinking become not only effortless, but automatic. Right? So we have mental shortcuts now. Right? We can have biases like, oh yeah, uh, I prefer apples over oranges, right? So, or I prefer, I don't know, black person versus a white person, so to speak, right? That's kind of like the whole idea of mental shortcut because if you are not there to question it, if you don't direct your attention to it, then you're gonna be copying those shortcuts from other people. So we need to have, also called a voice of knowledge, right? Because knowledge is talking in our heads constantly, right? We have knowledge in our heads. We hear voices from our families. And we hear voices from our teachers, from our friends. But that voice is not really real. It's our creation. Because we attach it to the symbols in our life. So when we believe that it is real through the power of faith, and we believe that the voice is telling us is real, and then the voice, quote-unquote, the outside influence kind of turns into opinion. That we adapt and then they become our own world view. So this is when opinions of humans start taking over our mind in that sense. Because we give our symbols meaning and then we take influences from other people, from other outside resources as well. So we kind of are less and less adaptive to our own belief, to our own thinking, to our own critical thinking. So all of our human tendencies are lost in the process of Domestication. So this is what he's saying: is we are kind of domesticated as well compared to dogs and cats, right? So we we as a human being, we begin to search for what we have lost. We start to search for happiness. We start to search for beauty. We believe that we're not we're no longer beautiful, right? We look at the symbols from the magazine, right, and we attach meaning to that. That is a great looking body that is the social standards of beauty, and then kind of go downhill from there. So this book, in my opinion, um, is this author's attempt to normalize the domestication or kind of fight against the domestication, if you may. Um, This five agreements is something that we really have to make make with ourselves deep down because... Once, if we are not following one of those five agreements, then we are being domesticated by our society, by our peers, by our social pressure. So, I think it's a good message here. Hopefully, I've done a good job explaining this. And, um, yeah, um, I recommend uh, this book. No wonder uh, Joe Rogan <laughs> likes it so much. And uh, we're gonna break it down a little bit, like each day for the fifth agreement what they are and what should we think about that all right guys if you're interested uh subscribe to the podcast uh we're gonna hit on this for the next five days or so all righty thank you so much have a good day